Hey chicks, I'm Sal. And I'm Al. And this is Two Road Chicks, the show that shares life lessons for the gals from the gals. And we're back with another mini episode of Fact or Cap, where we put a challenge or a trend or something that we've seen on the internet to the test to tell you if it's shit or legit. Today's episode of Fact or Cap, we decided to put a morning routine challenge to the test because mm. we've all seen them all over TikTok and Instagram. Yeah. I feel like ever since COVID, yeah. we've been all about the that girl lifestyle, morning routine will change your life. So we decided to make our own based on a lot of these trends that we've seen to see if it actually works. Did you want to run through what our that girl morning routine was, Al? Do you know what's Al? I'd love to. As Sal said, we put together a morning routine that we kind of pulled from the science, the things that put you in the best mood, for like stress levels and energy levels and how to like center yourself before you start your day. So this includes four steps, which is to wake up at the same time every morning, move your body for at least 30 minutes, have a healthy breakfast and to journal or write down your to-do list for the day. We're going to break down how that went. First of all, I would like to say I am not a morning person. I am a creature of the night. I like to stay up late, read books, do tequila shots and be a gremlin in bed for the whole morning. The reason why it's important to develop a morning routine is because it's good for your mental health. Whether or not you're working from home, studying, going to work, waking up and doing straight away that thing that you need to do that day, whether it's going to school, work, blah, 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 all that shit I just said. It's not good for you to just get straight into that. You need to kind of develop a routine that wakes your body up and gets it ready for the day mentally, emotionally, and physically. Waking up at the same time every morning, our first step, my alarm goes off at 7 a.m., but for this, I actually changed it to 7.30 because I knew myself that I always snooze it till 7.30 a.m. And with this, I'm trying to curb that. So by putting it at 7.30, it's like, okay, you've just had a half an hour treat, no snooze. And if you listen to our recent episode about like the nice kind of ambient noises you can have as an alarm, that also really helped. But I didn't do it every day, I'll be honest, because there was a Saturday morning that I was like, no, I'm going to sleep in. And I think that's okay. Like I think it's fine to have a routine for Monday to Friday and then Saturday and Sunday. Just chill. Yeah, exactly. Give yourself the permission and the room to sleep in or skip the exercise, whatever it is, on the weekend or whenever it suits you. Otherwise you're doomed to fail. So with this, what I kind of learned even from step one was – this is a Monday to Friday routine for me and a Saturday and Sunday looks different. What did you think about waking up at the same time every morning? Yeah, I did the same thing. So I set it for 7.30. The best part for me was actually knowing that I'm going to wake up at that time every morning so I know when to go to bed Mm. to get my full eight hours because I think I usually stay up all night and then I'm like, oh, whatever, I'll just wake up whenever. And then I never get enough sleep. Whereas knowing that I was going to get up at that same time every morning forced me to go to bed a little bit earlier to get enough hours. So I always say that Flex is like, yeah, I don't get up earlier than like 10 a.m. or whatever. And she's like the most successful person I know. And she's got like so many side hustles. Exactly. Like she is working hard 
So just make it work for you. It doesn't have to be get up at 6am. I actually found that really helpful. And again, making it achievable. If I was going to make it 5.30 in the morning, like there's no way I'm going to do it. Mm. Okay, so moving your body for at least 30 minutes, I think this is my favorite part of the step because, again, I don't like waking up early and I'm lazy by nature. (laughs) I'm a real catch. But I find doing this, it really resets your brain. It really gets all those good brain juices flowing. And having that same time wake up makes it easier to develop the routine of going for a walk for 30 minutes my body actually and brain actually was like okay wake up now we put on our active wear whereas like before doing this I would wake up and then be like oh I really should go for a walk I really should do that but I was like but I'm tired I don't want to sleep longer Mm -hmm. but this kind of forced me to build that healthy habit loop that we've spoken about before and I'm a slut for a hot girl walk love it And I'm lucky enough to live in Bondi where it's beautiful to just walk down to the beach and grab my iced coffee, pat lots of dogs, see lots of sexy people. Mm -hmm. Like make it an enjoyable experience. If a hit class is your jam, good for you. If it's a hot girl walk, great. Also, it doesn't have to be the same thing. Mm. You can go for a walk, you can do a hit class, and if you're feeling a little bit more tired that day, maybe just do a stretch. Like maybe pull up a yoga video on YouTube. Exactly. That's why I love the 30-minute move your body, not go to the gym. So I did the same thing. Some mornings I would get up and go to the gym. Some mornings I would get up and stretch for 15 minutes and then I would walk to a cafe that's a little bit further than where I usually go. So mix it up because, yeah, don't want to go to the gym every day. And again, setting yourself up for failure. Mm. Super easy. Super easy. Moving on to have a healthy breakfast. I know it's bad, but I don't always eat breakfast every morning because some mornings I wake up and I am a ravenous beast that hasn't eaten for a month. That's how it feels. And then some mornings I am not hungry at all and probably wouldn't eat till like two o'clock. But with this, I realized I am hungry. And then that's why I get to two o'clock on those days that I don't eat. And then I eat for a small village. Mm -hmm. And Oh my gosh, my energy levels. So we speak all the time about how at about 3, 3.30, Sal and I get really tired and we have like an energy dip. And after making sure that I ate breakfast and it was like a good breakfast, mm-hmm. I'm like a hearty meal every day, I noticed the biggest jump in my energy levels. Yeah, totally. We drink coffee every morning without fail. So I think that's the thing is that that curbs your appetite a little bit so you don't feel hungry but then you get the like coffee anxiety shakes at about 10.30, whereas I wasn't getting that when I was actually eating breakfast. Mm. I would like to tell you about some of the breakfasts I had. Please do. That were some of my favourites. Obviously a bagel Mm -hmm. with cream cheese. The everything bagel with cream cheese, a thin slice of tomato, some onion, salt, pepper and chilli flakes. Oh, my God, my mouth just started watering. Me too. I'm so hungry. The next one is I'm not a big eggs person, but shakshuka. Oh, shakshuka yeah. eggs are so good. They're this Mediterranean dish that's in like a spiced tomato base and the eggs are poached in. Get some toast, dip it in the tomato and the eggs. Oh my God, my mouth's water. I'm so hungry right now. <laughs> and then my third was an acai bowl. I've recently discovered these and they are so yum. They are the yummiest thing. I don't know how they're not a dessert because they are so yum. I'm like, this is naughty, right? And be like, no, it's like healthy. It's berries. It's high in sugar because it's a lot of berries, but I'm like, give it to me. <laughs> Literally. Good stuff. And then last but not least, some Vegemite toast. Mm, some can't go hot, wrong with some Vegemite toast. Butter. 
Vegemite toast. I had some really lovely breakfast. Breakfast hasn't always been one of my favorite meals of the day, but it's kind of slowly creeping up the ladder. Dinner will still reign supreme, but I I think it's overtaken dessert. Mm, Wow. Dessert might be my least favorite now. Anyway, we're really hungry if you can tell. (laughs) But yes, absolutely have a healthy breakfast, completely change your day. And then this is probably my favorite out of all of them, and that is journal or write down a to-do list for the day. So I was finding myself writing down my to-do list. I, like, tried to journal and just talk, and I was like, I f***ing hate this. Like, (laughs) this is not my jam. You're not a big fan of the journal, are you? No, it's not for me. Whereas the to-do list was super productive, and we're both the same in terms of we have, like, a lot going on in our mind constantly. We also have a lot going on in the workday and a lot of moving parts. So I found that writing down my to-do list, I would break it down by what I had to do at work, like, top three priorities, what I had to do just in my home home life so whether that was take the rubbish downstairs do this washing call whatever about the phone bill and then also have like fun stuff in there as well so like watch this listen to this podcast that's good like stuff that I probably don't need to have yeah a reminder on but I was like this is fun that's good add fun things to your to-do list to be like watch stranger things yeah read my smutty fairy book for five exactly. minutes I do like journaling, but I need a prompt. So I have a journal that has questions and prompts in it that I answer that. Because if I journal without a prompt and it's like, dear diary, exactly. I don't know what to say. Yeah, that's what I was. I've got too much to say. Yeah. And then I feel a bit lame, you know? <laughs> mm, totally. It's like it's just me, myself, and my journal, and yet it's still so cringe. Maybe that's can't. why it's cringe, because we can't confront our emotions. Oh, God. But if you struggle with journaling get a prompt journal notebook there's also heaps of prompts on like pinterest as well yeah that you don't have to buy a a certain journal you can just write out the prompt for you as well and then the thing that i started doing after we did this is we were sitting on the couch on sunday and i was in like a really good mood and i was thinking about all the things that day that had happened really good i was getting to keep my foster puppy for another week I was watching like a really funny TV show. I was having a glass of wine and cute boy had come to the apartment and like all that (laughs) stuff. And then I started a group chat with Sal and our other best friend. And I was like, you know what? Every day at the end of the day, we're now going to send in the three things that we were grateful for that day. And since then, oh my God, we didn't do it last night. I just realized we didn't do it last night because we were out for drinks and so was Helena. We'll do it after this. That's fine. But it's just so nice because one, You are practicing gratitude on things that were so good about your day, no matter how small they were. Like I think one of my things that I was grateful for was just crawling into my like toasty warm Cinnabon bed. I was like, I'm so excited to do that. And also to hear what your friends like really enjoyed about their day rather than being like, how was your day? And people were like, yeah, it was good or, oh, it was a bit stressful. But you actually get the specific things about the day that they've really enjoyed and you were like oh I finished Stranger Things and then we started talking about that we were like how good was it yeah so this is your sign to start a gratitude chat with your friends this chat you are only allowed to discuss the three dot points that you send in each day otherwise it gets convoluted with too much other stuff so if it sparks a conversation about something else take it to your normal group chat Mm -hmm. this group chat is just for the grateful vibes exactly It's been so much fun. I've been loving it. So definitely. Now we've got the 
morning routine sorted and then that's your bedtime routine. Yeah. Well, Sal, fact or cap, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I'd say that it was a fact. Yeah. I think that I was the same as you. Like there were a few mornings, like on the weekends especially, where I forgot or allowed myself to sleep in. But I think just give yourself that permission to do that on the weekends or whenever works for you. And, again, like you can cater this routine to be whatever you want it to be. It doesn't have to be get up and go to the gym at 5.30. But I think just having any sort of routine – is really helpful and give yourself that time before you start the work day to just enjoy your life. Yeah, because you don't live to work, you work to live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was a hungover morning there that I was like, <laughs> the morning routine. <laughs> the journal. <laughs> the journal, babe. <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah, it's a fact. It's a fact. It's a fact. That's a wrap for another episode of Fact or Cap. We can pop a bunch of links to some of the TikToks and journals and everything else that we found helpful for this challenge in the show notes. If you want to read a transcript of today's episode, head to finder.com.au slash twobrokechicks. And also, I want to hear from y'all. And what are some of your like morning routines or little things that you like to do to get that, that girl energy? We'll put it in the Facebook group, Broke Chicks Club. Hit us up in the comments. Let us know what gets you going. Not like that, but I also. Had a, I had another part of the routine, but <laughs> we won't discuss that. Oh, my God. Thank you to our executive producer, Priya Tahazade, Bambi Media, for editing today's episode and Made in Katana Studios for having us. And thanks to you, chicks, for having us in your ear holes. We love to be here. See you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Bye, chicks. Bye. Bye.